My work as a mother is to live unto the glory of God and steward, nurture, raise and point my children to this very God who sent his son to do his mighty work on the cross in our place to pay the just penalty for our sins. Ooh. <laughs> it's a hard work. An intimidating prospect. The cost is high. But it's a responsibility given to us with an unlimited resource of grace, wisdom and help by God himself. See, before my son was born, I would often stare at my growing belly in complete awe, looking at the jabs and movements that signified the life that was inside of me. Life that was inside of me. Mind-blowing. This was a new life, untouched by this world, and yet so familiar with its fallen disposition. A whole new human being to grace this earth with his presence. One who God has known before he was even conceived. How incredible. Far be it from me then that I, as a mum, will become so preoccupied with the externals, the clothes, shoes, socials and constant photographs that I'm blinded to the most crucial part of my child. The essence of a developing character and personality which needs to be shepherded to know and love God. Preparing to steward another life as God would desire and lead us to is no small thing. It requires all of you. Your sacrifice, which is a vision worthy of this. In our environment nowadays, I find that we would rather choose other things than the sacrifice and laying down of our lives to raise another. It requires sensitive communication, our dependence on God and our death in several ways in order that another might live. Such a drastic change from my personal life. (laughs) For the longest time, before I had even given birth to my beautiful son, I was extremely nervous. What a responsibility. And in our current climate where gangs and knife crime is increasing, can I raise up a young boy into a man who walks to the beat of a different drum and sets a new pace and standard? Can I really do this? What if I fail? Do I have the energy and motivation to be so hands-on and intentional with this new life? This beautiful boy who will show me the wonders and mysteries of life and yet will be plagued by sin himself. How do I steward that? What a challenge. How many books do I have to read? And how many sermons do I have to watch? How many prayers do I have to pray? Will all the information that I'm consuming stay in my brain and present itself in uncanny wisdom when it's needed the most? What if I fail? So many questions plague my mind and my heart during my season of pregnancy. Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So the reality is that we cannot 
adequately steward a child, steward anything for God without his wisdom and eternity being our goal and heart's ambition. And when eternity becomes our focal point, we realise that we are not alone in this equation of mothering and shepherding. Oh, it is far, far, far much bigger than us. Far much bigger than our personal preferences and whether we would want our children to dress in designer or not. It requires another effort altogether, another effort unmatched, that of God and his eagerness to come alongside us as we figure things out messily, (laughs) lean into him for strength and wisdom in order to pour back into our homes. So once we decide to mother with eternity in mind, the focus shifts and we are no longer alone. We don't have to feel afraid. We don't have to feel as though we must know it all because the reality is that we can't. And yet God has given us our children for us to raise up. God has given us children with specific personalities, temperaments and disposition. And it is our responsibility to understand who our children are and the purpose for which they were created. When we cease to become the standard and the end of our child's life and we gladly and willingly step aside to point them to the place of passion, the majestic cross that saved our very own lives from spiritual death, That becomes the beginning and the end, as it is the only thing that can adequately and biblically address a sinful heart, bringing it to true repentance. When we cease to be the end of our child's life, that's when I believe we truly step into the role of a shepherd and a steward. Because, yes, although we conceived and carried this miracle for nine months, and also partook in the miracle of childbirth. And we are so deeply intertwined with another human being who is made up of the very fibres of our own bodies. We still must live in a sort of detachment to them. Because nothing in this world really is ours. Nothing belongs to us. And just as David said that everything that we have, we give back onto the Lord because he gave it to us in the first place. And so that has been one of my challenges when it comes to mothering with eternity in mind. Firstly, for myself, knowing and embracing the fact that although my son is mine, he isn't really. Although... My marriage and my husband is mine. It isn't really. Seeing these things that I'm linked to in this life from such a perspective helps me to detach in some way from it and helps me to perceive and look at it from God's viewpoint and not my own. Only Jesus can take what training we give feeble as it is 
and multiply it a thousand times over in the heart of a young one, all for his glory. And this truly is my earnest desire and constant prayer over my child, over my own life, and over my mothering and my parenting. It is unto him for his glory. And so I must come to him because it's for his glory, asking and seeking for wisdom to steward and to shepherd a life that would ultimately be pleasing to him.